Yes, so no uh, bad news. So everyone, everyone's fit apart from uh, Tim Close on his long-term injury, but all the other lads uh, are available. Um, and Ben Godfrey available after suspension. How important is that for you? In general, it's it's good. It's just the second time uh, during this season that we have uh, three fit centre backs available. I think that says a lot about the problems we had during this uh, season. We just had. One game where uh, we had at least uh, three centre-backs available. It was a clean sheet win against Bormos and for that it's quite good to, uh, to have a bit of competition. Also Ben as an, uh, as an option back and uh, yeah, of course we are delighted. Of course it's for him not that easy because uh, if you're honest, on the last nine weeks he just had uh, 60 minutes of, of first-team football because of his injury and then also like his booking was also a bit unlucky that then there was also this winter break. It's, it's not that easy, especially for such a young lad, but to have him back as an option is quite good. You talk about the winter break. Um, how have you found it? How much benefit do you think you are going to get from it? Too short. I'm from Germany, and we are unbelievably lazy. So we have winter breaks for four or five uh, five weeks. But um, yeah, in general. So I think after this uh, busy period, it was good uh, to to have a bit a bit time to calm everything down. So if we're honest, we just had at least for us just really three completely complete days off, and um, not not many more because in the end of last week we were then of course uh, already back on the training pitch and had to prepare for yeah the following following weeks and following months. But it was at least good to have um, one weekend off and. Uh, I think it tapped the players as well. Jürgen Klopp has said that it's the dream of a manager to have a full week to prepare for a match. Do you agree with him? Yes, that's right. That's um, quite uh, quite difficult. To be honest, um, uh, we all got the feeling we are in a privileged uh, situation in comparison to the championship last season because there was never a full week and we had it already a few uh, a few times right now. And um, yeah, of course, it's uh, it's also a bit, bit tricky because I think Liverpool had also enough time right now to prepare for this game and they will be uh, highly motivated. Uh, sometimes you prefer as a coach to have such a game uh, yeah, for them perhaps after a difficult um, Champions League game but we can't choose so uh, we know that Liverpool will be unbelievable uh, switch on but uh, we are also prepared and uh, yeah we try to bring it on the pitch tomorrow as well You played Liverpool at the very beginning of the season in fact it, it, it kicked the season off mm. how, how do you reflect on on what happened at, at Anfield? Well, for a newly promoted side who could hardly spend any money in the summer, it was of course a huge a task for us. But uh, even in this game, although we lost, we showed that we, uh, when we are good in our topics, uh, then we are competitive. Uh, I think we had, we had many, many periods where we were good in the game, we were able to create chances. We should have been a bit more clinical in, in using uh, them chances and yeah, a bit more switch on in the, in the details. Yeah? Because when you then concede out of set piece against Liverpool, then of course at Enfield it's, it's difficult uh, to win. So. I think we definitely need to be good in many, many topics uh, tomorrow to have a chance. But if we are, then there definitely is a chance. The fact that you beat Manchester City at Carrow Road earlier in the season, does, mm. does that give you hope, confidence? Going into a match against in football, yes, in football. There's always hope. Uh, that's for sure. And, and in one game, everything everything can happen. We are, we are not we're not naive. Uh, we know so. In in 20 games, probably uh, Liverpool will will uh, win 18, and uh, there's perhaps one draw and one win. But uh, 
yeah, we are pretty greedy and uh, pretty pretty focused on on um, working on on this. And the, the Man City game showed that, um, yeah, when you're good in in, in your topics, uh, at this moment Man City came to us. I think also on the back of the 20 games unbeaten one, and um, we we're able to beat them. And uh, it says a lot. So we are unbelievably respectful. We know at the moment, yeah, Liverpool is uh, is on fire, and uh, without any doubt, at the moment, the best team in the world. And uh, we need to be, um, there was an outstanding performance and outstanding spirit and we need to be so good in many, many topics to, to have a chance. But if we are, then we definitely have a chance and we have also the, um, the ingredients that you need in order to, to um, yeah, cause some problems for the, for the best teams in the world. Yeah? Because we are capable to create chances, we are capable also to, to dominate even against such uh, this team's um, periods in the, in the game. And if we are able to show this also tomorrow, then we definitely have a chance. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to have this game. There's nothing to lose. It's just something to win. And for that, uh, yeah, we are pretty hopeful and, and also um, yeah, full of confidence. Tell me about Alex Tetti. He signed a, a new deal. He, he was going to be out of contract, I think, in the, in the summer, mm. but he's now going to stay for a, um, another year. Mm. Um, how much of an influence is he, particularly on, on your younger players? Mm. You, you have got a number of younger players. Yes, we are delighted and, and happy because we, we play with so many uh, young lads and inexperienced lads on, on this level. It's quite important to have also a few players in the dressing room who lead them and, and also like lead them by, by giving example. And, and he's, Alex is really a role model, so his influence, especially on our young players, uh, it's no coincidence that he several times already was allowed to, to wear the captain armband and he's a fully expected accepted uh, leader in the dressing room. And uh, if you want to know what you have to do, if you want to be a professional football player, then you just have as a young player to watch Alex Sete because he looks after his body. He's always unbelievable professional, unbelievable uh, disciplined and is always there for the group, thinks more about the group than uh, about his individual um, awards or something like this. And for that, uh, we are all happy that we have them because... Yeah, first of all, it's it's quite important to have him with his uh, performance on the pitch, but also like in the dressing room and on the training pitch. And for that, uh, we are all happy that he um, decided uh, to go uh, one more uh, one more year. And wherever you are playing, be it Premier League or Championship next season, is it important to have him as part and parcel? Yes, that's, uh, that's quite important because we will always back and and uh, support and try to improve the young players. But uh, you can't can't be successful as a football team just with um, uh, 11 uh, lads on the pitch who are just 18 years old. So no chance at all. So otherwise, uh, several other clubs would do this as well. So you need also leaders in the dressing room. You need leaders on the pitch. And um, we have definitely a few. We have Grant Henry, we've got Tim Krul, Christoph Zimmerman, and Alex Sette is also unbelievably important for us. And for that, um, yeah, I think we have a, uh, quite a good mix. Finally, I want to ask you about coronavirus. I mean, it's serious, um, certainly in some parts of the world, more serious perhaps than it is here. But as a club, are you taking precautions? Yes, but to be honest, it's not so much my topic if I'm, uh, if I'm honest, so I leave it really with the specialists and, and we get, of course, uh, advice from our from our doctors, from our physicists, what to do, but uh, it's not so much my topic, not so much I'm really a specialist to, to, to answer any questions to this, so it's, I think, quite quite normal that in this moment of the year, so we don't go into the Middle East or something like this, so for that, uh, not so much a topic I'm, I'm focused on at the moment. Hi. Yes, um, hi. I just obviously you've now picked up three wins from your last six matches. I know two of them obviously win the FA Cup, but picking up the wins, there can't be a substitute for, for that, surely. 
in terms of mood around the club and the confidence? No, there is no replacement for, for wins, um, for the mood, for the confidence, also for the table. That's uh, that's uh, quite normal. and. Um, Yes, we, we spoke a lot about our problems that we had with this unbelievable injury curse in the, in the beginning of the season. Of course, we were never complaining about this because we n never were searching for excuses. And um, yeah, you also have to have to back the lads who are available. And that makes no sense uh, to complain about the situation. But right now, we're in a much better much better position. And, and right now, uh, we are also allowed to speak a bit about that. Of course, it affected our performances and, uh, and even a bit more because even in the beginning of the season, we there were some good performances but especially the result and especially also our our capability to to be there with clean sheets with solid uh, defensive behavior and uh, like i said so it's no coincidence that the first time that we had three uh, center backs available where there was a clean sheet win against bournemouth and when i just judged the last four games i think the last four games were really um, for top top performances uh, was um, I think a well deserved clean sheet win against Bournemouth was a top class win at, at Burnley we had a clean sheet uh, at uh, Newcastle difficult away game where I think just one team should have won uh, this game and also really really good performance at, at Tottenham sadly in general it was a bit um, not the perfect outcome yeah? perfect outcome would have been four wins but to be there in, in this game with two wins and one draw and one really unlucky loss against Tottenham was also not too bad and that says a lot about my team. So when when we are um, we have all the players together, then we are competitive. So I can't predict and can't guarantee that it's enough then, um, yeah, to win against Liverpool. But one thing is for sure, we will definitely definitely uh, try to do this and, and try to be there. And we know that we are in a good shape at the moment. And for us, it's it's really like a bit like a free shot tomorrow, yeah, because uh, the following eleven games, we this, this is more like. Um, then we have to deliver. Yeah? In this following 11 games, uh, we have to get enough points to bring ourselves in a good position when we then travel on the last game day to, to Man City. But this game tomorrow, um, of course, it would be great uh, to have one point or three points for the relegation battle, but it's more like a, like a free shot and uh, we also want to enjoy this game. I spoke to Timo Puki yesterday and uh, he said that for the, between now and the end of the season, the players need to stay strong and believe and if they can, then you know, then who knows what they what they can achieve. But as the manager, how do you ensure that they stay mentally strong and, and still believe? Yes, first of all, to to be there as a role model, but also to 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 speak at the, uh, about it. So it's it's quite important that you bring this mental attitude in, uh, into the group. Um, if you if you fight for promotion or if you fight against relegation, it's, it's quite important that uh, because you are responsible in term in terms of man management in terms of leading the group, in which uh, mental attitude uh, the whole group will will act. And this also like, for example, what I uh, what I admire about Jurgen Klopp because after such a successful season last season, then right now to implement such a such a consistency and in, in being greedy and to go further on is, is outstanding. And for that. Um, yeah, I've got a different challenge. Yeah, it's always, of course, a bit more difficult yeah, when you're fighting against relegation and and uh, you have perhaps a bit more uh, losses uh, than just uh, we are adding win after win like like we were in the last season. Um, that's even a bit more difficult to, in terms of management. But uh, I'm quite happy with my lads. So we have, a, we have a really really good group and a great spirit. And this spirit is one of our strengths. And uh, in the end, it could be it could be really the the little detail that makes a difference in order if we are able to to create this uh, little um, miracle or not. And uh, for that, I think in terms of mood, also in terms of the shape at the moment, we are in a, in a quite in a good position. And uh, yeah, I want to bring this on the pitch tomorrow as well. well good luck tomorrow. Thanks a lot. And you were talking of belief there. Is that the biggest job for you this week? 
is to make those players believe because they will see the numbers as well. They're ridiculous, you know, two points dropped at this stage of the season. Um, European champions, world champions now. Is it just to drill into those players that you've got the belief that they can go out there and get a result? It's one topic, uh, but um, I think in order to, to bring the belief into their heads and the hearts of the players, it's quite important to be also uh, honest and realistic because uh, the lads are not stupid. They know that we are faces, facing a side who won the Champions League title in the last season, who finished the last season with uh, more than 90 points. And in this season, I can't predict what will happen in the Champions League, but one thing is for sure, Liverpool will win the league. And uh, right now to be there... Uh, after 25 games with uh, 24 wins and one draw and all the top teams Man United, Man City I don't know Chelsea, Arsenal, Leicester, Tottenham all the all the big names were not able um, uh, to beat them and um, actually not not even able to, to get a draw against them it says a lot about um, about this Liverpool team so right now you can already say this definitely right now and this is uh, this is for sure um, one of the best teams in, the, in football history uh, because there were definitely a few teams who were able to dominate the Premier League and also the European uh, competitions uh, but uh, Liverpool is definitely definitely uh, one of the best teams in European history and perhaps we will sit here in a, in a few years and we we'll watch back and have to say okay it's perhaps the best team of all, uh, of, uh, of all time so it depends on what will happen in the next two or three years but that it is a huge task uh, without any doubt and, and it's also important to be honest uh, about this topic uh, but then also to speak about the, the points and the topics um, that are important to bring on the pitch because we had a quite similar situation against Man City, for example, uh, a few months ago, and we were able to to win this game. But not uh, anyhow with uh, they hit ten times the post, and we had an unlucky deflected strike. Anyhow, we deserve to win this game, and uh, we know that we that we are also strong, and we have our 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 strength and our our um, our topics and our football. And if we can bring the best uh, out of us and our football on the pitch, uh, then we definitely have a chance. Touching on the Anfield game, you're right, you did take the game to them that day um, and you tried to get on the front foot and attack and you did have chances. But then Man City, probably fair to say that was a more pragmatic approach, you know, you counter-attacked that day. Do you feel you probably need to go more to that end of the scale rather than try and repeat what you did at Anfield against mm -hmm. this type of opponent? I think uh, we need an all-round performance. I think it's when you analyze Liverpool games, um, pretty often team choose then just to sit deep and be unbelievably solid and with five-man formation in the back. But uh, Liverpool has too many trenches to do this uh, because they are good out of counter-attacks, they are good off, out of possession, they have players, world-class players up front who can create a moment of magic. And if this doesn't help, then they uh, score out of set-piece uh, because they have Virgil van Dijk. So um, it's quite important uh, when you just have to defend 90 minutes, you have uh, no chance against this team. So it's quite important that we have many periods when we play front foot football when we try to dominate possession but also to be uh, to be fully aware that there will also be periods where we have to be unbelievably solid in, in terms of defending where we have to control their counters when um, we have to sit a bit deeper and and have to be uh, still to be to have pressure on the ball and and uh, I think it's quite important that we have, have um, really an all-round performance and to have this balance uh, many many uh, periods of possession also hopefully many periods when we can press them high but then also uh, periods when we sit deeper and, and are unbelievably solid in defending if you are good in all these topics and all um, all these different topics in, in terms of playing football then we have a chance Jürgen Klopp's done his media earlier today again very complimentary about you and what you're trying to build here and that there is a clear philosophy he even referenced you look at the business you did in the window I assume he's referencing the, 
two younger players that you're already thinking about the more mid to long term. As a coach, when you hear somebody of, of that stature in the game praising what you're trying to do, does it give you extra belief that you are on the right path in what you're trying to build here? Well, it's always uh, it's always good when you get uh, compliments and uh, warm words uh, from from people who uh, knows what they are who know uh, what they are speaking about. And and uh, Jurgen Klopp, without any doubt, is a, is a world class coach and he has won everything. Um, uh, he won the German title, the German Cup, the Champions League was in Champions League final. Right now, he will win the Premier League. He's one without any doubt one of the best coach uh, in the world and unbelievably successful. And uh, if such a um, coach is praising what you're doing, and uh, I like that he that he is pretty pretty complimentary in what we're trying to achieve here at, at Norwich it's always good it's always a sign that you're on the right path but I think it doesn't make the the task uh, easier tomorrow so I don't think that uh, just because he likes our way and likes our working way that he um, will come and say okay I accept a loss I accept a draw or something like this I'm pretty sure that Jürgen um, and this is what he implements into his team will be greedy to to go for the on still unbeaten uh, in this in this league and I don't think it will help us it's it's good and also a sign that even the experts think that we are on the on the on the right path. It's good for the confidence of the club. It's good for the mood in the uh, in the club. But sadly, it won't help tomorrow on the pitch. Just final one for me. If we can slightly away from the actual game, club have confirmed nine thousand tickets sold for Tottenham in the FA Cup. What does that say about your fan base and about your football club? That's amazing. That's amazing, and uh, it also says a lot about about Norwich City and how much how much. Uh, passion and and togetherness is here in the city and in this in this group and uh, we don't take it as given especially in this situation when we are not in the best position in the league that we have such a support and such a such a unity and uh, it's it's great and I think it's also quite important to know this as a as a, as a player and how much responsibility and pride we should have uh, to to be allowed to to wear this yellow shirt and even each and every staff member to be allowed to to work for this amazing club and like I said before it's a, it's a great honor for each and every player for each and every staff member for me as a coach for our sporting director for everyone who's connected here with uh, Norwich City to be allowed to work for this amazing club and this is the biggest uh, the biggest motivation we can take so it's more like to 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 work further on on this on this little miracle to be successful to keep this to keep this club uh, in the Premier League although no one um, everyone writes us up and no one counts on us um, this is more like the, the biggest pressure that we have and the biggest motivation why we want to uh, to work on this uh, on this little miracle and uh, yeah our fans are amazing a lot of people obviously are thinking about the Manchester City game would this be a bigger achievement to beat Liverpool just because where they are I mean, City you had lots of injuries in that game I would take both, if I'm honest, and uh, I would I would love uh, to after the after the game to be in a situation that I can judge. Okay, is this game more important or that more important? Definitely, after after a period of of games, Liverpool they have had not enough time to focus really on this game because it was also for them the inter uh, international uh, sorry the winter break. And also after this period, uh, 25 games, 24 wins, one draw, would be perhaps even um, even one step above uh, Man City because Liverpool is an unbelievable uh, shape at the moment. But it doesn't take anything away from from our from our glory of the of the Man City game. So we know that tomorrow everyone has to be in on the top level. Yeah? Each and every each and every player. Yeah, if it's a player 
in the starting lineup or a player who is in the uh, injured on the stand. Yeah? We need uh, we need each and every staff member to be on the on his best level. Yeah? Even the public announcer on the stadium has to be on his best level yeah? to get the crowd going. So if we are one one percent less in in any detail, we have no chance tomorrow. Uh, but if we are there with one percent in each and every detail, then we definitely have a chance, and we're looking forward to create something special again. You have had a lot of compliments. A lot of people are saying you're the you play the best football for a team that's twentieth. Do you take anything for that, or, or was it a bit? I mentioned before. I mentioned before. I would uh, would love to take. Uh, we're playing the best uh, football for team in position uh, 17 or something like this. I would prefer this, but um, yeah, we can't we can't choose. So it's it's good that we get many many compliments, and uh, I think it's also a realistic view regarding our opportunities and what we what we are able to to do because. Yeah, when I just judge our competitors who um, were able to promote with us, yeah, how much money they were able to spend, it's it's not that I'm jealous. So hopefully this club will one day also be in a situation that we can uh, spend more money on on transfers and also on players. But it was important to invest also in the future of the club, in the infrastructure, and also, yeah, said we had to pay for some synth in the past, and for that, it was unbelievably important this promotion to keep this uh, this club going. And I think the future is is quite bright, and I think many many people also appreciate. That we don't uh, lose the nerves and don't lose our way and uh, do something stupid to risk the future of the club. Um, it doesn't help us on the pitch at the moment, yeah, because of course when you can add quality and, and bring uh, for 10, 20 million pounds uh, centre-back strikers in, then of course you have a bigger chance to to, to be allowed to, to stay in this league. But um, we take the compliments, and uh, but it's not like we rest on them. So we want to create, even with our opportunities, something special and that's what we're trying to do to work on in the next weeks. Daniel, you would have had three centre-backs available for a, for a few games had Ben not been sent off. Does, does that, um, the fact that he's back, but you know, because of that red card, does that put some doubt into your mind about bringing him straight back in again? Because that was what you did, um, obviously, for the Bournemouth game. Um, not doubt about, uh, about about Ben. Not not at all. I mentioned I think before the bonus game that when um, Ben is fully fit and and ready ready to play, then there's no doubt he will play because he's he's so important for us. He's a leader. He played more or less one year with with without a break, and he's so full of potential. And and we definitely need him in his in his best shape. But it's also important to. Um, uh, to um, be aware in which situation we are right now. He, he hasn't played since um, since he uh, went off injured in the Leicester game. It was in the middle of December, so it's exactly nine weeks uh, nine weeks ago. In this nine weeks, he had an injury and uh, sadly also the um, suspension with the with the red card. And he just had 60 minutes of uh, of football. And right now, the question I have to answer is: Is it right to to bring him, although he's not in his rhythm? Um, although he can't be fully fully fit because he doesn't have uh, any games into a game when we have probably to defend more than in each and every other game uh, to do this and especially to do this in a situation where all our other options were top class uh, we were there with two clean sheets in the last three games um, my feeling is also like um, yeah it's it's quite important uh, also to protect the young players we always always um, back them and support them but also like imagine if it doesn't work then if we bring uh, Ben straight in then it's more like he's responsible that we concede a few goals against Liverpool I think it's also quite important that there I will always back Ben Godfrey and he's so important for us but uh, there are also some situations when I have to take uh, take a bit care of him and and uh, protect him a little bit, and uh, this is also my mind for tomorrow. And on the flip side of that, have you noticed a change in in Grant's performance since he got his injuries and the groin all sorted out? Because uh, to me, it looks like we're watching a 
a different defender in, in the last several weeks now compared to maybe at the start of the season week. You can see there were some struggles there. Well, I'm I'm pretty pleased with uh, with Grant at the moment. So I think he's in the best shape since we worked together, and he had some really really good periods uh, even when he came uh, to us and had some good periods in the in the uh, in the championship. But I also got the got the same feeling right now. He's in his rhythm. He's full of confidence, and even he's he's not an age that he's already running down the hill. So he still wants to improve and is improving. And um, also in the, in the in terms of the build up and this passing quality, and I'm pretty pretty delighted with um, with Grant and also happy. For for Grant because he was in each every moment a great leader even if he was injured he was important for us as a group or there were also some yeah tough decisions for him he has to handle when he was not in the starting lineup although his performances were solid uh, for example in the Bournemouth game was uh, was also got got the feeling was a bit harsh on, on Grant um, not to play him in the starting lineup so in the end it was a perfect outcome because we were there was a clean sheet win but um, I'm pretty delighted for him and uh, especially the last uh, the last few weeks he was uh, he was top class uh, we had clean sheets uh, we had uh, wins at Burnley when he was top class in defending but also a threat in the offense he scored the first uh, opener and uh, for that I'm pretty pretty happy with Grant at the moment.